Hey winner, welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I'm so glad you're with me today. If this is your first time, welcome. And welcome back if you have been with me for a while. I so appreciate having these conversations. I know they feel one-sided, but I hope that you're enjoying them and I'm excited for today. Ever heard something you think may have come from God, but it sounded a bit crazy and out of your wheelhouse? What if I told you that could actually be something God is calling you to? Is it a bit scary? Is it a bit unknown? Does it seem impossible? What if I told you that's a good thing? Because it means you're going to need help and you won't really be able to take the credit when all is said and done. That's the power of a calling. And today's guest shares her story of God calling her into the unknown and how being obedient has opened up more doors and opportunities than she could ever have imagined, and that she's seen his hand through it all. Zandra TV Network touts itself as an affordable global marketing and advertising company that leverages TV streaming platforms such as Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, and BC TV to showcase small businesses and provide global exposure with a potential reach of more than 200 million viewers. Zandra TV Network is the first and only company to develop a TV media incubator where small business entrepreneurs are taught how to become TV show producers. Sandra is a best-selling author of The Power of Investing in You and Impact Life, Leadership, and Legacy. Zandra is the brand equity ambassador for Dallas Professional Women and is a board member for Smart Chill, a nonprofit millennial women's empowerment organization. I'm excited to share this conversation with you today, so let's step into that fire. Welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I'm your host, Gabe Cox, and through this podcast, I'm on a mission to help you step into the fire of refinement so God can mold and transform you into a woman ready to step into your calling and crush your goals his way. I do this by helping you overcome your mental barriers through a faith-based approach of building inner strength and resilience. Each episode, I will bring you thought process, productivity tips, and inspirational stories from everyday people, all so you can live intentionally and move forward confidently with the gifts God has given you. As a running enthusiast, I believe that life is one massive marathon, and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Step into the fire with me, because I know you will come out stronger. Hey, Zandra, thanks so much for joining us on Red Hot Mindset. I'm excited to share your story with our audience today. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) I love sharing my story. Mm, And I love sharing stories. So before we start, I want everyone to get to know you a little bit better. So can you just share a little bit about you, whatever you want us to know before we dive in? Ah, sure. Zandra Evans, uh, a 40-year corporate vet. Uh, I've only had two jobs in my life in 40 years, and I got the golden handshake uh, about four and a half years ago and decided to come uh, and start a business. And so uh, lots of experience in the corporate sector, having very senior roles, you know, being a part of the boardroom table. Uh, And so I've taken those those skills and transferred them uh, into this business. Uh, I've got two children that are not here in Dallas with me and five grandchildren. So uh, very excited about life and all of the positive potential that is ahead of us. I love it. I love it. So tell me a little bit just about your experience in the corporate world for that time before you started up your business. 
Um, what were you doing? What was it like? Did you love it? Were you feeling compelled to do something different or that didn't happen until the golden handshake? That, that's a loaded question. I mean, I 40 years, I mean, four zero. I mean, you know, who spends 40 years in corporate America and not like it somewhat. So, you know, yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh, my work in corporate America. I'm not going to tell you that I didn't. Um, and I had so many different roles. I have a degree in business. And so I, um, you know, was in human resource management uh, for a long time. But I've also done some really awesome things. Like I was the construction uh, director for uh, a six-story building and a parking structure. And I got to do that. And I had no experience, but I do know now, you know, electrical engineer from an you know, HVAC uh, engineer. So, you know, I got to learn those kind of things. Um, I just, I had a great journey in corporate, but you know, the time comes that it's time for you to pivot uh, and uh, plan and execute something differently. I think the most beautiful thing was, is that I had developed an exit strategy. So when I got the golden handshake, I just blew the dust off of the exit strategy and began implementing. I love it. I love it. So what was that exit strategy? How did your idea evolve and what were some of the steps (laughs) that you've taken? Like what were steps were you taking while in corporate America? And then did you just have to fast forward when you started or how did it? Yeah. You know, my exit strategy, I actually had started um, working on it about five to seven years prior to getting the golden handshake. So I, um, I believe that everybody, when we think of an exit strategy, a lot of people think about a small business or a business that you need an exit strategy. But I'm here to tell you that if you're in a corporate job, if you're in any job, you always need an exit strategy. So my exit strategy started well before uh, the end of my career in corporate. And, um, and so I started training and getting my certifications, uh, one of which is a life coach certification uh, on leadership and transformation. And so I got my certification while I was still in corporate and I started my business, uh, coaching business well before I left corporate. I coach three nights a week uh, after I got home from my corporate job. Uh, And so that's kind of how I started. So I already had the website. I already had a client base. And so when I got the golden handshake, I guess that's the reason why I was skipping while other people were crying. Right, right. Well, and I think that's something to do with vision too, because when you are stuck kind of in a box and that's like your whole life and you're depending on it, then when something happens, if something happens, you don't know what to do and you don't know where to turn. And so you were kind of one step on that, knowing that you needed a greater vision in case something needed to pivot. Do you feel like, I mean, because I know that a lot of what you're doing is what God called you to. So did, was that like what you were feeling like you were being called to coaching or what, what was going through your mind at the time when you started? It's so crazy. Uh, you know, I have been coaching all my life in corporate and I really didn't, uh, I, I'm not gonna say I didn't recognize it back in the day I'm dating myself. There was only mentors, mm-hmm. uh, you know, nobody was called a coach. And so I used to walk into a building or walk into a meeting and people, women would come up to me and go, I want to be like you. Can you help me? Will you mentor me? And I would say yes. And so I was mentoring in corporate for many, many years, like probably 
25 years of my 40 years, I was mentoring. Didn't realize, oh, this is actually going to turn out to be something that you could get paid at doing called a coach. And so that's why I got my coaching certification when I was in corporate so that I could come out and do that. And that's exactly what I did. I mean, my my exit strategy, I implemented it. I said, here are the three things I wanted to be on larger stages to speak and to motivate and inspire. And I also wanted to write a best-selling book and I did that. And then I, I definitely wanted to be a coach and coach people how to really, you know, earn your seat at the boardroom table and make that difference and let your voice be heard. Because after all, I'm an African-American woman. And you think about 40 years ago, well, now it's going on 45 years now, it's like 45 years ago. Um, that was a hard thing to be in the corporate boardroom table or an executive. Uh, 45 years ago and be heard. But I learned every technique I needed to learn. And so I, when I built the exit strategy, it was to help people um, that look like me to be able to enter into those boardrooms. Oh, I love that. I love that you took the initiative too. It was like, I'm going to do this and I don't care what obstacles come. I don't care what people say. I am going to do this because I know this is where I'm supposed to be right now. And I'm supposed yeah. to affect people. I'm supposed to affect change. And I think that's so cool. So how did, how did this evolve? Because now it's so big and it's evolved into a TV network. When did that come into play? How did that evolve? <laughs> that couldn't have been what you thought of as you walked away. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so like, I mean, I, it's so far from what I thought, you know, I, I, I think about it and I go, sometimes I have to pinch myself. Cause I, are you really, are you really, do you really own a TV network? but I'm going to tell you how it happened. There is so much power in a vision board, right? I think that people don't, you know, oh, you see people create vision boards at, you know, white sandy beaches and a Rolls Royce and, you know, an umbrella drink. And, and I, before my time was saying, no, that ain't what a vision board should be. A vision board should really be the things that you want, almost like that bucket list before bucket list, you know, items were, um, you know, created and everybody's using that now as a terminology, I felt like it was those things like legacy related work, right? And how you want to show up in the world and serve the universe. And so my vision board had one thing left to do on it. I had accomplished everything else, you know, and I have one thing left to do. And that was a fireside chat with Zandra. That's how I started. And I was like, okay, in my mind, now I live in Dallas, Texas. But in my mind, oh my God, Gabe, I was like, look, we're going to sit out in early September around the fire outside. We're going to have on these, you know, cute long dresses and we're going to drink some, you know, a little wine or beverage of choice and some cheese and crackers and grapes. And we're just going to talk about a subject matter. That sounds crazy, right? Because in September it is hot. <laughs> it's hot. In Dallas, and I was like, we're all going to be melting. Our our makeup's going to be running. You know, we have sweat rings. It's just going to be like really ridiculous. And so uh, I heard a little voice that said, shoot it professionally. And I was like, professionally? It's just going to go on YouTube like everybody else. You know, I really, but God was speaking to me to, to film it professionally. So I did. I hired somebody to do that. And three days before the the show was actually going to be filmed, I got a call from somebody in Atlanta, Georgia. 
that offered me my first Roku channel. And I said, I prayed about it. I said, I got to call you back. I prayed about it. And then I was like, the answer was yes. Mm. And I, I called him back and I go, yeah, I want to buy it. And then I have my daughter in my other ear going, you're a solopreneur, mommy. You shouldn't be spending that kind of money. You're not, no longer in corporate. You know, I, I could hear her voice, but I heeded to God's voice first. And he said to buy the channel. And so I did. Wow. And that's how it got started in TV. Um, that is, that, that's the story. That's all I know. I, I could tell you this one other thing. When I said, I'm going to buy the channel, the very next day, um, 15 geese showed up at my window. And what 15 geese represents is forge ahead with confidence. You're on the right track. Hmm. And then the next day, double the amount of geese came to my window. So I was like, okay, I don't know what it means. Forge ahead. You're on the right track with TV. I never wanted to be on TV. This is not what I really wanted. So that's kind of how it happened. Oh, that's so cool. And I love how God kind of gave you little signs like, nope, this is me. Trust me. Trust yes. me. Because I'm sure, I mean, did you have any fears as you were saying yes to Roku? I mean, come on, there's got to be something going through your mind. What was going through your mind? I promise you, I was like, yes. I mean, <laughs> of course there was fear. And, and, and listen, I mean, it, it's about, you know, as a coach, I talk about anabolic and catabolic energy, right? And catabolic energy is where fear resides. And um, so we all have catabolic energy at times, right? That, okay, I got a little fear. Okay, how am I going to do this? Um, I Totally. Because guess what? I had never been in film. I had never been on, you know, TV per se. I've been on TV, but not really like managing my own shows. And I knew nothing but I think the glory in the story, Gabe, is that God was my instructor. Mm -hmm. He taught me and he sent the people that I needed to help me. Yes. And that I think that's powerful right there. It's not him saying, you have to do this all on your own. He's saying, I provide. I'm going to give you the resources and the people. You need to yeah. watch out for them and let them be a part of it. And I think that's, that's a faith wall. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because I think we can do, I mean, he wants us to do big things, but he doesn't want us to do them alone. He wants us to bring people with us and he wants to be a part of it. He gives it, he makes it harder for us to do by ourselves so that we give him the glory and we let him in on it. I love everything you're saying. Are you going to make me like raise my hand? <laughs> I love everything you're saying. The other thing is, is that I think when there's a divine assignment for you, it is going to be a space that's not comfortable for you. Because mm. if, 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 if it wasn't, you would just go around and go, I got this. I got this. I can make this happen. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. No. When, when it's a divine assignment, you might not know how to do it all. And you have to trust and lean in and trust God that he's going to give you the divine direction that you need. It's not been perfect because the people that first sold me the Roku channel, they're out of business. Mm. Um, they, they promised to train me. They left me for dead. They did nothing. But out of that is what catapulted me into Comcast Cable. So I'm on Comcast Cable regionally. I'm, I'm, I'm in D.C., I'm in Pennsylvania and Delaware on Comcast Cable. And I, I'm being seen every Wednesday, right? And now they have a Roku channel. So I'm going to be, I'm on their Roku channel. And then, you know, somebody that filmed my shows, they came and offered me to come to their channel. 
And that gave me more distribution. And then in 2019, God spoke to me and said, build your own network. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? I, you know, I, sometimes I, it's, just, it's a Moses moment. Mm-hmm. You know, Moses is like, you want me to go talk to Pharaoh? I, I got a speech problem. So, <laughs> I mean, I was like, really? Is that really what you want me to do? And uh, I heeded to it and it cost a lot of money to do it, um, but God provided. And that's how the incubator um, got started because he also spoke to me and said, create a TV media incubator and everything that I've taught you over this last year and a half, you're going to teach it to other people. Mm, I love that. And now you're using the coaching skills and the mentorship skills that you've trained for the last 40 years. Isn't that cool how God works? You have no idea how it's coming into play. Your vision is so different than his in a way. I mean, it can be similar, but we don't know how it comes together. And then he just feeds you whatever you need at the time. And then to see the view of what's coming and what he's done is just amazing. And I think it's really being faithful, saying yes, and being obedient when he calls you and doing it scared, doing it, go stepping into that unknown and having that trust. Yeah. Cause you know, fear is not of God, but we do, you know, I was reading, uh, uh, my devotional, um, a couple of months back, I don't remember what day it was, but a couple of months back and on that, that devotional talked about all of the emotions that we have, God placed those emotions inside of us. And so when we do have that moment of fear, it's okay. It's okay to have that moment of fear, but it is not okay to stay in fear because fear is not of God. And so, yeah, I had a moment of fear, but I was like, okay, like I was like this, okay, I got two shows on a channel. That's going to look crazy. But I was like, I don't know how it's going to happen, but but people started coming. Going, I want to be on your network and I didn't even have a network. What? And I was like, oh my God. And then in, you know, in, in 19 for him to say, build the network, I was like, okay. And then in 20, the pandemic happened and 12 producers came to bear. And I only asked God for five and he gave me 12. Wow. Isn't that cool? It's so cool. <laughs> the 12, the 12 tribes of Israel. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> I call them my disciples. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. So, and I think it's really neat because you're sharing uh, positive messages. So you are trying to expand the network and bring the positive and light to actually a a really big part of darkness, because I think that the media has become very dark these Mm -hmm. days. So we need that. We need to infiltrate it with God and God's love and his light. And he needs, he needs people to do it. He absolutely does. In fact, I mean, since we're talking about that, we know that uh, media is one of the mounts of influence. You know, there's seven mounts of influence. Media is one of them. Um, I, I, I truly have accepted that God has called me into media uh, to change the trajectory and to shed light in a very unique and different way. You know, I Um, as I started doing like real biz interviews and fireside chats, you know, and really being on TV, you know, I didn't, God came up in every single conversation, not because I said it, but the people that are attracted to come, they know where their help comes from. And so we end up being able to show 
you know, it's like a testimony on TV of the goodness of God and what he does for you. And of course, every single platform I'm on, I'm talking about God and what he's done for me because I, this is not what I selected. I just want to be a coach, but now I do. I coach 12 producers. I have 10 new producers starting in February. So there'll be 22 new shows on this channel in less than 18 months. Really? Mm. Really? This is amazing. It is. God is so awesome. When you let God have the hand in it, it is awesome what he can do. I mean, I mean, he parted the waters. He can do so many more things. Yes. And he wants to. He just needs us. So, well, and as we're talking about this, I want to hear the heart of some of the struggles. Do you have any specific struggles you could talk about? I know there's probably tons, but something that's on your heart that you could just share with us. How did you get through it? How did you say yes to keep going? Because a lot of people quit in their struggle. Oh my gosh. I've had so many, but I'm going to pick this one yeah, because good. I want, uh, I really want the listeners and the viewers to really understand the power um, of a faith walk and, and being, it, it's one thing, you know, we're all given a portion of faith. But it's another thing to have the gift of faith. And I think that I've been given the gift of faith. I believe God differentially. And so um, all of my resources left. Like, I mean, a couple of mine had to let go, but they left me. I mean, they, they left. They got, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. And it was like all at one time. Not my technical resources, not the people to make TV happen. But ancillary people and admin people, social media people, blah, blah, blah. It was like, and then I was sitting up here like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am-? And I said, Lord, you, are, you own the um, cattle on a thousand years. You, you own it. You own it. I said, and I need resources. I need help, God. I need help. And do you know what he sent me? What? An intercessory team. Mm, I love it. And to this day, I still don't have, I have one backfill of those resources that left. He said, the resource that you need in order to be in this mountain of influence in media, you need a prayer team to pray for you every single day and to come together in corporate prayer with you once a week. So every Monday morning at 6.30 a.m., they are praying for me and this business. And then one of those prayer, uh, prayer warriors pray with me every night before I go to bed. Wow. They're praying over this business and over me. That's the resource God sent me. And I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm humbled to know that you would send me a prayer team to pray for me. Yeah. Wow. That's really impactful because a lot of times we're like, okay, what's the next course we need to have? What's the next book I need to read? What's the next? And we forget what's the most impactful and really it's setting our eyes on God and, or having the prayer time. And I think a prayer team is so impactful because there's so much power in corporate prayer. Come on. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I haven't missed a beat literally. I mean, all those people left, I haven't missed a beat. In fact, you know, we're, we're now, I mean, we're, we're growing now. So we're in 2021. We just hired a, a graphics artist that does graphics for Hollywood. Cool. God sent, God sent him. <laughs> cool. See, I mean, God sent him to us. And so um, it's one of the things that I was asking God for. And so he sent it. 
I, I think that once you understand about being obedient, um, and, and in the Bible, it does talk about, you know, obedience is better than sacrifice. But Gabe, I have to tell you, in order for you to be obedient to God, you must sacrifice. Mm, so true. Everyone in the Bible sacrificed, for sure. Everybody. Do you understand? I mean, I mean we could go from Abraham to Moses. We could go we keep going. But at the end of the day, yes, obedience is better than sacrifice. But you have to sacrifice to be obedient to God's will, to do what God wants you to do. Mm. Come on. I I didn't select this number to go, I want to be on TV and run a TV network and develop producers. And I, I never, who me? <laughs> that's what I say sometimes, who me? Oh no. Love it. Well, that's what Moses said, right? What? No, me? Huh? No, uh-uh. Not, got the wrong guy, right? So, but that's, but that's when we know yeah. it's good because then we're not saying, oh yeah, I got this. I can do it. And I think also your sacrifice in a way, because it's like, you can, you're not doing it the world's way. You're doing it God's way. So you're mm-hmm. going to, you're going to do it in a way that might look different than what other people expect or what they might say, well, if this is the easiest way, here's the shortcut, but you're not go- looking for the shortcut. You're looking to do it to please God. 100%. Because you know what he is, first of all, this is his business. Uh, he has entrusted me to co-lead. He is the leader and I'm just a co-lead. And I just take instruction from, you know, the master. He He's the master um, leader. He is the greatest. When you look at Jesus, Jesus was the greatest leader that walked the face of the earth. I, I conduct my business according to principles that are in the Bible. Um, I, I'm not a nonprofit. I'm not a faith-based company, but I am a faith-based company. Okay, I'm, I'm, and I don't go out touting it, but what I do is that I'm making change in people's lives and helping people to see uh, things differently, reframe their mindset. Never did I think about a pandemic would happen and churches would close and people would have no motivation and inspiration. And what we're doing is we're motivating and inspiring people to believe that you have everything you need inside of you. When are you going to activate what's inside of you? God's waiting on you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he, in in essence, he needs us. He doesn't need us though, but he wants to use us. Right. I mean, that's the thing. He can do whatever he wants and he, he's waiting on us to say yes and to be obedient and just to get into that fire and do it and do it, whether we feel like we are capable or not, but knowing that he's going to give us what we need in that time. It's so cool. So tell me, through this journey, I'm sure you've learned tons of lessons, but if you could pick one lesson that you learned, what is the biggest lesson? That's a really good question because there have been so many lessons. Um, my biggest lesson is probably the power of patiently waiting on God. Ooh, good one. <laughs> and, um, because you know what? We want it. I want to now, 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 you know, everything's supposed to be microwavable. At least that's what I thought. <laughs> but I think I've learned how to patiently wait on God. Um, that's one. And I, I got to give you another one. And how to pull heaven into earth. We can pull some heaven into earth, but we live below and beneath what really what God wants to give us. That's, that's, that's my daddy. 
you know, I have children. I think the thing that I've learned the most, that's my father. And I can ask him for whatever I need and give him free will to make modifications to it. But that he's going to give me what I need because I know when my children ask me, girl, I, okay, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it. If I have to be shaking a can on the street, I'm, you know, I'm going to help give them what they want, right? And, and so those are the two major learning experiences, patience, being patient and waiting on the will of God. And by the same token, let, you know, reframing my mindset that that's my daddy and that I can ask for whatever I want to. It says, ask and it shall be given. Mm-hmm. But you can't ask amiss and not believe it. So I've learned how to believe God differentially for, for things that are differential. Yeah, I love it. I love it because it is true. It's like when, as a parent, because I have three boys too, and you have kids at you want to give good things to your kids, but you also know sometimes what they want isn't really what they need. So it's, it's just, he's going to give us what we need. Yeah. And we, but we have to be willing to ask. We can't be whiny kids going, I want this, I want that. No one's going to give you that. But he's going to give you exactly what he wants you to have because he knows it's best. Yes. Mm, I love it. I love, I love it too. I mean, that's what I've learned. And I think that if people learn to walk that way, um, and you know, and really just a faith walk, I'm talking about blind faith, you know, that you really don't know where you're going. Like, I I think people want me to be able to say, uh, you know, what's next for you? I don't know what's up. He he ain't told me nothing yet. I don't know. I mean, I mean, he hasn't said anything. I mean, I'm just to, you know, steer the, the, the boat. Um, in the direction that he's asking me to go. And, and that, that's, that's my answer. I don't know what it's going to be five years from now. I, I have no idea. I never even thought it would be this. So, yeah. Yeah, who knows, right? And I think that's so true because it's like, we don't know what tomorrow brings. He already tells us not to worry about it. He wants us present. But it doesn't mean we don't have a vision. We yes, can still exactly. have a vision for what we feel like God's doing but he, he's going to develop it. He's going to show us as we go, but we got to be present in what he's asking us for today. Yes. This is so, so cool. So if you could give my listeners one solid piece of advice as they're getting started on a project that they feel God is calling them to work on, what would that advice be? Um, God, I have so many, but uh, one thing that has just dropped in my spirit right now is know that uh, many are, are called, but few are chosen. And I talk about this because um, it's like a hot day uh, and you go into an ice cream shop and there's so many people in there that you end up having to take a number. And uh, some people stay inside and wait for the number to be called, but some people go outside, sit in their car because there's so many people in there. And then when you decide you're going to come back in, uh, they've already called your number. Mm. So you have to be present and you have to accept the call on your life. And that is a big deal. But when you do, that is the biggest blue rose moment that you will ever have to have in life is when you accept that call, accept the call on your life and then know how you respond dictates how you're going to recover, Mm. period. If you, if whatever you respond to, get that, that, that mirrors what your recovery will be. 
Mm, I love that. That kind of gave me chills. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yes, we got to wait. We got to wait and we got to respond. Yeah. And that's, you know, God is not impatient. The enemy is impatient. Oh, no. God is patient. Oh. And so we have to be willing to wait. But when he calls, we answer. Mm. Answer. Accept the call. When you don't let it go to voicemail. Accept the call. You have to accept the call in your life. If you're still here in this universe, then you have a calling on your life. You have talents that need to help navigate and support other people in the universe. You have something inside of you. We all do. But we, we normally push it down past our belly button every day and we'll go to a job because when the call comes, like when this call came to be on TV and I had to accept the call, I was like, okay, I'm accepting this call uh, to do TV. But I didn't know how I would make any money in TV. I didn't know, you know, because a lot of times we put that around it, like, how am I going to get paid? How much money am I going to make? What would I do with this? What will my family think? This is what we do, right? Mm -hmm. I had no clue. I was like, I am walking. This is blind faith for me. I've been on a lot of faith walks, but this is a blind faith walk. I don't know anything, but God taught me. Mm -hmm. So you just have to be willing to say yes and surrender your own will to God's will. And that's a whole nother level right there. Surrendering your own will. Mm, so good. And I think that's like the perfect way to wrap this up. Sandra, this has been such a fun conversation. I love that we got to talk a little bit about the media. We got to talk about God's call and what it all looks like to step out in that blind faith. Um, now, I'm sure some of my listeners are going to want to connect with you. What's the best place that they can find you? Just go to beonztv.com and schedule your complimentary discovery call. And we can talk about anything you want to talk about. We can talk about life situations. We can talk about leadership. We can talk about producing. We can talk about streaming. We can talk whatever you want to talk to me about. Take the free 30-minute call and uh, come, come sit with me and chat with me. Uh, I'd like to get to know you better. So just go to beyondztv.com. I love it. And I'll link that in the show notes as well. And it is a fun conversation. Zandra and I have had a 30-minute call just chatting about life, and it's so great. And I just love hearing stories of women who step up into their call and are willing to make an impact and willing to do unheard of things or do something that scares them and just be willing to be on God's time and to be in yes. as well. So thank you, Zandra. This is such a fun conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Gabe. All the best to you. Uh, thank you for your time. I had a great great conversation. Yeah. Goodness, wasn't that so good? I love talking about the media and the influence that we need to have, the positive influence we can have in the media today. And I love that she's doing that. She's expanding the network so that we can get more influence in there and infiltrate God's goodness. And I loved hearing her story of stepping into obedience and saying yes, even when it seemed so crazy, when it seemed like something she wasn't really feeling like she wanted to do, but she did it anyway. She said yes, and God provided. And that's what he will do for you if you're willing to wait on him and answer when he calls. 
if he calls you to a project, if he calls you to a job, if he calls you to a ministry or wherever he calls you and you say yes, he is going to come right alongside you. He is going to provide for you. He's going to bring the resources and the people that you need. And the biggest thing we need to remember is it's not about us. It's about advancing his kingdom. And it doesn't mean that we have to know how to do it all. And we don't have to do it all. We are bringing along other people to do it with us. I hope you were blessed by this conversation. I'm excited to share some more stories like this. But in all things, I pray you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. This will make sure you have access to all future episodes so you don't miss any of them. If you resonated with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify as reviews are an important part of growing this podcast. If you have any friends or family who you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're not a part of the free Mindful Mamas online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your gifting, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to www.redhotmindset.com to check out the show notes and find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. That's all for now. Talk with you real soon. Bye, winner.